Nick and Corey in the morning. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Nick and Corey in the morning podcast. Um, Episode 8, I guess. It was supposed to be episode 9. We're a little bit behind with King Richard. That either A, also got released today or will be out tomorrow um, at the time of recording this. We, We don't have time to do it right now as well. But we want to still get this out in time. Um, Studio 666, as you saw in the title. Um, just me and Corey today, which is feels weird. feels empty without Max. He, he was the glue. He was the glue. He was the glue. Not to say that we cannot carry this pod. It is our names on the line. Um, I think we have to break up the band without Max. No, dude. Don't say that. All right. I take it back. We're good. All We're right. good. So, Studio 666. Just came out in theaters. Mm-hmm. Corey was very excited to see this. Very. So I'm gonna let him take away with take it away with his uh, his usual synopsis. Yep. And I'm sure he'll want to just go off oh. for a minute. Mm-hmm. So Studio Six 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 is uh, a movie made by the Foo Fighters, the band, and uh, it follows Dave Grohl and the rest of the band members as they are trying to make their tenth studio album. They go to a like a decrepit old house to record this song for this album and then they realize that it's haunted dave Grohl gets possessed and there's like a lot of things that happen throughout the rest of the movie it's very campy it's very cheesy it's goofy there's a lot of um horror tropes and stuff in it and um i was very excited to see this movie be and i was i was I wanted to see it so badly ever since I saw the the release of like the art for like the the poster art. Um, I'm a huge Foo Fighters fan. I have a lot of merch. I have a lot of stuff that I. <laughs> Nick is eating jelly and looking at me directly in the eyes. Um, sorry, but I really wanted to see this movie. I love Dave Grohl, and I like horror movies a lot, especially like this style of horror movie, like slasher style horror, and if that's what you're into, this is definitely a go, like, a lot of blood, a lot of gore, um, a lot of blood, a lot of blood, like, ridiculous amount of blood. Like, there's a scene where Mr. Grohl is just shoving limbs into a wood chipper. Oh, yep. And it's just shooting out blood. Yep. It's like one after another. Yep. Um... Was, Sorry, go on. It was like, if you ever seen the movie Fargo, um, instead of trying to put a whole body into a wood chipper, he's just throwing limbs in it, and just, just coming out in a rain of blood. Um, is that saying the Celtics game is starting? Yeah, I just got that too. Mm-hmm. Let's go Celtics. Anyway. Yeah, Celtics. Um, but yeah, I was very excited to see this movie. Um. And I, I gotta say that I was not disappointed. Like, I had no expectations going in. I wasn't like, this is gonna be the best movie ever made. Because even from the trailer and everything that I saw leading up to it, I didn't think it was gonna be, like, fantastic or anything. I didn't think it was gonna be, like, a second coming of, like, Pulp Fiction or whatever. But it was just, it was exactly what I wanted, I think. It was really cool. I, it, I could tell everyone was having fun when they were making this movie. Like, everyone was having a good time. Um, it's kind of like if Adam Sandler 
made a movie with his friends. You can tell he just has fun making the movies. I feel like Dave Grohl just had fun making this movie with his friends and his, like, band members. His crew. His crew. His, his posse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, something you you mentioned was just, like, it was very campy. Mm-hmm. The way I feel like, I feel like I can't describe it any better is it was Naked Gun if Naked Gun was a horror movie in that, like, everything was so over-the-top and mm-hmm. goofy and, like, never took itself even a little serious at any point. Yep. And I think, for me, personally, I don't like horror movies. I can't I can't do horror movies. I'm a big pussy. Um, <laughs> we were in the theater for a minute and a half. I was like, dude, like, I don't know if I can make it through this movie. And not because, like, it was so scary. It wasn't scary. I just, like, I... I can't do it. Like, mm-hmm. I just start tweaking. Um, but, like, by, like, 30, 35 minutes in, like, I was like, all right, like, we're good. Like, this is goofy. It's not, you know, it's a bullshit horror movie. Sure. Um, and that definitely made it easier for me. Yeah. Because you were sitting next to me. I was fucking bugging. <laughs> yeah, I, I love horror movies. I like slashers a lot. Um, so... I never really got scared watching this it's not like you know it definitely has like the tropes of like you just hear that incoming violin and it's just like Ooh, something's gonna happen in the next second but um i never felt like oh that's genuinely scary or like i'm gonna pee my pants yeah definitely leaned heavy on the tropes and i guess that was probably the point too oh yeah because like it was you know it was very light-hearted it was like we said not taking itself seriously mm-hmm and I'm sure you'll want to go in depth about this too. They referenced so oh, many fucking goodness. horror movies throughout the entire movie. Yep. So it makes sense that like they were following all the tropes and whatnot, which mm-hmm. again I think made it easy for me to like remain calm. Because mm-hmm. there was even a scene at the end where uh, I don't even I don't remember who in the band it was. Spoiler alert: um, everybody died besides Dave Grohl. Yeah. Anyway, one of, like, the last band members, the last band member to die, actually, yeah, um, gets stabbed through the, 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 like, the chin, and it goes out through the top of his skull. Yeah, with a knife. Like, as soon, like, right before that happened, so he backs into a lady, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I think, I, I said to you, like, she's not dead and he's gonna kill him. Yep. And, sure enough. It happens. That's exactly what happened. Yep. I think I like movies that like I think something that I thought about earlier is that the horror genre and like slashers in general are like movies that they don't have to take themselves seriously like you can have like a bullshit movie where um, you can have like a bullshit movie where you're not being you're not leaning super hard on like the campiness like um you, you can have, like, a very generic storyline. You can have, like, a Cabin in the Woods type storyline where it's like, all right, uh, I have, like, four teenagers. They're going to go to a Cabin in the Woods. There's going to be Psycho Killer. That's all I need. Like, I, I feel like horror is the one genre where you can do that. You can't really do that with other genres, I feel like, because you just kind of run down this rabbit hole of, like, oh, well, it's just generic. It's just, like, a by-the-books kind of norm. It's just, like, a by-the-books type of uh, thing. Like, I don't know. I think that... Like, my, my beef with, like, other genres that try to be generic or, like, action movies specifically where it's, like, whatever. It's just, like, 
we put Jason Statham and we put him in this movie and he just asks like a British tough guy and that's all that's all I ask from him but like in horror movies it doesn't you can have like four characters and they just play their parts and you can be fine with it I think I was gonna bring up uh, action movies too just because how you were saying when we saw the best movie we had we'd watched yet together Uncharted sure uh, last weekend you had mentioned that it felt like very generic and cliche and mm-hmm. played out and whatnot um how do you feel like this was in terms of like horror movies compared to that like did you feel like this was more so following all like the generic basic so like i feel like horror is like the one genre where you can do that like okay i don't See, get I, I was out of the room so if you just yeah. said this i I'm did sorry. so like i i do think that that's like the one genre where you don't have to be you, know, you can be generic because i think a lot of horror tropes are like things that you you expect and you want to see like with uncharted i kind of wanted my like expectations to be subverted like i wanted something different i wanted something clever something more unique and I, that wasn't something that was delivered to me but like this i wasn't expecting like creative genius i wasn't expecting like something completely different that i've never seen before i was expecting a like cabin in the woods storyline where it's like there's ghosts and dave grohl gets possessed and he turns into like a demon and like that's all i really wanted and it just delivered on that and i I liked it okay but if it was a horror movie not made by the foo fighters would you know this this be passable or would you like this was too generic i think it'd be passable it's just i'm just curious if this is like foo fighter fanatic bias sure it i i definitely think that there's some portion of me that's just like i'm just super in love with it just because i love the band i love everything they do um but also like a big thing of this movie is they just don't take themselves seriously at all so it's can you even hate a movie that doesn't take itself seriously like can you hate a movie that like it knows that it's nothing more than just like random horror elements in a movie and we're just gonna go from there like anytime it there there are certain times where it blew my expectation away where it was like like certain camera things that they were doing i thought was really cool the scene at the end when pat and nate are running away with the book and they're running through the house they're running away from dave from outside after he threw the body parts in the wood chipper they're running through the house that scene is like presented in a one-shot fashion like they run through the door cameras backing up and they're running towards the camera and then they're running to the right they cut pan over and then there's a ghost and it throws a chair and then they run into the other room the whole time the camera's just following them i love that scene i thought it was really cool what they were doing with the camera I liked when they were showing like Dave kind of like going into madness and it had that one Dutch angle where it's like it was like turning to the left after he kept hearing like the sound of like the hedge clippers at the beginning of the movie where it's like keeps turning a little bit a little bit a little bit and it keeps getting more and more vertical I like that I thought it was kind of like a cool way of showing that he's like becoming unhinged and it's like oh but at the same time it's just like it's just a dumb horror movie like they didn't need to do that, but they did it, and it made the movie better. Yeah, that that is something I guess I didn't expect. That was bigger than what we thought the movie was going to be in itself. Mm-hmm. Something else I thought you were going to bring up with the camera, when they go into the basement, mm-hmm. and the, they get the book for the first time, yeah. and everything starts, you know, all the demons start freaking out. They show, I can't remember which one it was, running up the stairs first. Yeah. And they just kept the camera still yep. waiting for the second one to go. 
And I kind of didn't like that because that felt like a high school video project where like, we're going to wait for the second one. Uh-huh. Um, but I guess that's just, I mean, it's fine. There, it I, was just, there were parts of this movie that reminded me of like low budget. Uh, yeah. Like low budget high school video yes. tech project See, like, or like some parts were when Dave was laying in the bed and all the demons like popped up and they were like, yeah, grabbing at him. Yeah. That, I felt like I was on like an amusement park ride that yeah. was supposed to be scary. Yeah. I You can definitely feel how like low budget this movie is, for sure. But then they had Lionel Richie. That's they, not low budget. They had Lionel Richie. They had... Um, hello? Hello. That was a great fucking scene. That was... That was the best scene. And I, oh, so good. Um, But... Like when... Uh, I forget his name, but he's the the one of the tech hands who dies early on, like Jaeger or uh, Kruger. Kruger. Freddy Kruger. Freddy Kruger. You, you yeah. pointed that out to me. Right. Like, that's why his name is Kruger. It's like what? It's like Freddy Kruger. It's like okay. Yeah. So like, he's one of the the uh, hands who helps um, set up the equipment in the house they move into to record their new album, and he gets electrocuted and he dies in the house, and. This was one of the worst, like, special effects scenes I think I've ever seen in a movie. I turned to Corey and I said, you still like this movie? And I said, yeah. Yeah. You said it makes me like it more. Because it was so bad. Like, I, okay. Yeah. That. It was awful. It was actually really bad. But it's like one of those things where it's like, I'm just thinking that it's just goofy and it's just low budget so they can't, like, afford to do any better. But there was a difference between low budget and a 14-year-old can do that. Sure. I'll give I'll give that the special effects are pretty bad. Like when it comes to anything other than like blood and gore, like if they tried to show like lightning or like someone flying, it looked just very like goofy, funny. Like this, there's no way that this is serious kind of thing. It made Palpatine's lightning from I don't even want to say the name the the worst of the original trilogy right. Star Wars movie uh-huh. look high class. Yes, yes, and like. I don't know if you've watched that shitty movie recently. Uh-huh. I have with Max. Um, he's never going to listen to this, so that's a shame. But make sure you tell him I talk shit on the movie. Sure. Um, it's like, it's dated. Oh, yeah. It's fucking dated. Yes. It it looked bad in this movie, the, the electricity effect that they did. Yeah. But I, what was cool about it was just like, you know, that's very horror movie-esque. I would say, like, hmm. Um, it was funny when they were rolling Kruger out of the house and his, like, <laughs> arm limps off of the, uh, and the EMT just, like, lifts it back up and is, like, holding onto it as they're, like, rolling him out. I was like, okay. Like, that is just, like, a beat-for-beat beat horror movie, like, thing. Like, dead body, arm falls out of the, uh, stretcher and then just keeps pulling them into the ambulance or like the wherever they're going this movie was funny i loved it and i didn't think it was going to be funny yeah like it was genuinely funny oh yeah it was more funny than like most comedies yeah Mm. (laughs) no Mm. i'm not gonna give it that Mm. never mind uh it was funnier than most amy schumer comedies okay yeah she's hosting the oscars dude why give me another reason to not watch the oscars doesn't like everyone hate her I don't know. And, like, the Oscar ratings did horrendous, horrendous. last year? Yeah. And who thought... Give Kevin Hart his chance. Yeah. Give Kevin Hart his chance. Yeah. 
Like, why? Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't get it. We should host the Oscars. Yeah. Be better than fucking Amy Schumer. Trainwreck was... We're gonna go on a little tangent here. Okay. Trainwreck sucked. And I'm a LeBron fan. Like, I'm actively wearing a LeBron jersey as we're recording this. Mm-hmm. And he, like... He's a big part of that movie. And that movie fucking stunk. Really? Yeah, I was really disappointed. See, I, like, I didn't even see it. I was excited to see it in theaters, and then nobody wanted to go with me, because they were like, no, that movie's gonna stink. And I was like, okay, maybe it will, maybe it won't. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. So I waited for it to come out on streaming services. Mm-hmm. I think it was Netflix. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. And I watched it, and I didn't like it. And I was at the age where, like, you kind of still like everything, even if it's not that good. Right. Because, like, if it has somebody in, somebody in it that you like. like, yeah, it's just going to go up 10, 20, 50 points. Mm-hmm. But, no, I got done, and I was like, that movie fucking stinks. Like, I just didn't. Maybe I need to watch it again. I don't know, because I was, like, 16 when I watched it. But I was not happy when I finished the movie. Right. But Bill Hader is cool. Oh, dude, Will Forte is in this? Yeah! He's, so, it, that was kind of surprising, because, like, I was looking at the opening credits, and, I, like, the list of people that were in it, and it was Will Forte and uh, Whitney Cummings, who are both, like, comedians, and it was cool to see, like, them in this movie. They they did inject, like, comedy into it, like, through two different ways. Like, Will Forte was just, like, a food delivery guy, and he was trying really hard to sell Dave on his uh demo like just to get him like started in like the music industry or whatever and uh i thought he was pretty funny like he added a little bit of humor they they had that the scenes about ranch like how dave likes ranch on everything that was weird it was a i i think it's kind of fun i mean it played it definitely played it played well it was weird though that's one of those things where like i won't laugh but i acknowledge that it's funny yeah yep and then whitney cummings is just the weird next door neighbor who like would just inject herself into scenes she was agatha before she was agatha all along right she was kind of she was agnes agnes not agatha agnes yeah just agnes yeah she was cool i liked her a lot actually in this yeah she was cool i like when the first time when they introduced her i was like all right this character is a lot because like she was just singing yeah and i was like this is too much but then every scene that she was in after that i was like this is fine i thought she was going to like be i didn't think she was gonna end up helping them i thought she was like in gonna be a mastermind gonna, yeah yeah like, i kind of thought that too everything that's why i thought she was gonna be like agatha yeah I thought, like, her name, Samantha, is also, like, a like a witchcraft yeah, name. Yeah, it's just like Agatha. Yeah. Antha. Antha. Agatha. Right. I thought she was going to be, like, some, some conductor of the dark arts. So I have, I have some news. Um, this has nothing to do with anything. Oh, okay, fuck my brother. He, my brother is stupid. Um, and sometimes he makes simple mistakes. Um, and he texted me, he's supposed to fly down here on March 1st and he'll, you know, he'll be here for a week and he texts me, I booked the wrong flight and I like, I believe him because he's an idiot. He told me he booked it for March 11th instead of the first and I believed him and Mm -hmm. that's why I started to say like, I have news 
He just said, nah, I'm kidding. It's just for 5 a.m. instead of 9 a.m. Oh. Which, like, that might be worse, to be honest with you. But still. That's kind of shitty, yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Back to the movie. Something that you had referenced earlier with Kruger was, like, all the references to other horror movies. And I can tell that um, Dave Roll loves horror movies. He loves, like, what he loves, you know. And he, he, he makes sure that we know that he likes the things. And uh, in the first scene of the movie, or, like, one of the first scenes is, like, they're at the record label, and they're talking about Dune and Waterworld, which are two old sci-fi movies. This was pre the Dune remake one with uh, uh, Zendaya. You know, they're talking about the old Dune. And it was, they had like... And I didn't realize that at first. It's like, damn, they filmed this, filmed this recently. Yeah, they were talking about the old one. Yeah. And uh, it was cool to see them, like, have this moment where they're talking about, like, media. And they're talking about, like, what they like, what they think is cool. And then you can see it throughout the movie with, like, some of the decisions they made. So it's like, when Will Forte shows up to deliver food for the first time, he he looks up at the house and he has the two delivery bags. And all you see is, like, a spotlight, basically, of light coming off of the house. And he, like, looks up for a second before he walks up. And then he starts walking up. And it's a shot-for-shot, shot, like, remake of when the priest shows up in The Exorcist, and he looks up at the house, and he's just, like, underneath these two bright lights, and then he takes a second before he walks into the house, and he, like, then he knocks. Um, Kruger, named after Freddy Kruger, and uh, Dave sees him in his dreams, and he's a disfigured, like, because of the electricity or whatever, causes his body to get all disfigured and, like, look like he had been burned. Freddy Krueger... The storyline behind that is like he's a burn victim like he was that's how he died is he burned to death and then really? yeah that, that's how he becomes disfigured and he's fire is the only thing that can hurt him really like in the first um nightmare on elm street the character burns freddy krueger in her dream and that's what wakes her up from the nightmare and then she's like oh shit fire hurts him um i'm not gonna be able to watch that movie it's it's scary. It's, it holds up. Um, we'll have to find somebody else to fill in for me, and when we want to do horror, gotcha. You want to do horror movies? Gotcha. Because I don't know if I can do like actual scary movies, man. Gotcha. Um, it, it was funny in that scene when Kruger is like over his body, because like the shot of them like ripping Dave's like in- intestines. intestines out is also from. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, that's just something that happens where one of the characters, like, freaking the fuck out because, like, he's thinking that, like, this is actually happening to him and then he wakes up and it's like, oh, I'm still alive, kind of. Like, even though this guy is going to kill me in my dreams eventually. Um, another scene, another reference is the book. So the, 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 the main plot line of, like, the main, like, device, I guess, for, like, why Dave is being possessed is because, like, this book... Is a it's a living book as uh, Whitney Cummings puts it, and it uses raccoon blood to uh, summon the undead and, and summon like these demons. In Evil Dead, uh, they have the Necronomicon, which is a book made from human flesh. Necronomicon is an item in The Binding of Isaac. Yeah, that's they got that from Evil Dead, and it's a uh, it's a book of the dead, and it whoever reads the Latin word wakes the dead. And that's what happens in Evil Dead. Someone reads the Latin words and uh, one of their friends is possessed. And the same thing happens to Dave. He gets possessed. 
um it's cool i I thought it was like a cool little detail it's just like you're referencing something without necessarily referencing the thing and then at the very end when dave is being exercised he falls into the swimming pool he jumps out of the water after he's like back to his normal self and he does this he goes like with his arm up like this like reaching out of the water at the end of uh friday the 13th so the original friday the 13th is not about jason it's about jason's mom jason's mom's the killer jason dies in that movie because he's drowned because the camp counselors weren't looking out for him like he drowns to death and then that's the reason why his mom decides to kill all these counselors the end of the movie has like the main character on a boat in the middle of camp camp crystal lake like the in the water in the lake where he drowns the last shot of the movie is jason jumping out of the water and grabbing her and then pulling her to her death and it's a it literally looks exactly like the way dave is jumping out of the water grabbing huh so many cool references to like all these horror classics and it's really cool to see the attention to detail yeah that's like legit cinematography it's really cool i like exactly it's like one of those things where i never expected like any of this from this movie but it blew blew me away i liked it a lot yeah um that I, that does impress me too and i i wasn't excited about the movie and i you know still not jazzed about it now but like those are some higher level like that's higher level thinking it's what it's what i would have done if i had made like a parody movie where like I was just trying to have fun and like I'm referencing all these like movies that I love or that I think are important to like the genre and I want to introduce them in my own movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to talk about something that I I felt during the movie. Sure. First of all, I like Dave Grohl as an actor. Like I just I liked him. He's got charisma. Yeah, he does. I thought he was good. Um and I, you know, I didn't, I didn't think, all right, this is another, you know, musician, artist trying to get into acting and they're just bad at it mm-hmm. and stick to what you're good at. I thought it worked. I didn't feel the same way necessarily with everybody else. You're correct. But David, Dave Grohl felt like he, he brought everything. He felt like he could act. Um, they also said fuck a lot in this. Dude, within the first like 10 minutes of the movie... They say fuck about, like, 50 times. Which, that was kind of, like, every other character besides Dave was like, just cuss a bunch, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, they're not actors. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to nitpick, whatever. Just wanted to shout out Dave. Yeah. I do think that there were definitely certain people that were, certain people that kind of, like, were odd casting, or not casting decisions, but, like, they just obviously didn't have the same like level of like charisma as he did. The one that stands out to me is Chris, the um, the bass player that he fries on the barbecue. Every time he delivers a line, every time he like says something, it's always like whatever, man, or like a fucking why are you acting like this, Dave? Like it just gives like a very like wooden just just says the line, doesn't say it with any inclination just every time he gave a joke too it just never hit like he has that joke early on that only reason why it hit was because they spent a lot of time on it and it was when he's like 
uh, Rami or Rami, he's like, he's like, someone's got to tell my grandma. And then Chris says, "Oh, I'll tell your, I'll tell your grandma." And then they do like a weird <laughs> stare at each other, and then you just hear like what is supposed to be Rami's grandma saying like, "Come here, booby," and like shit like that, like talking to Chris, and it's just, like a funny scene that happened but every other joke he had in the movie like talking about Dave's bad cooking it was always like Dave can't cook shit or like something like that and it's just like alright it landed very flat and a lot of it's the delivery right it was just kind of like that was the only person who I was like I loved everyone else though like Pat Schmier the the guy who just he just slept on the counter of the kitchen yeah he was awesome (laughs) I love Pat I like him a lot I love Pat he's awesome my other thing I don't this is a lazy comparison, but I'm going to say it anyway. Mm-hmm. I associate Dave Grohl with Jared Leto because they're both, you know, in like modern rock bands. They both have long hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like the whole time I just kind of was thinking about Jared Leto and whenever he like had his little pointy teeth yeah, and he just was... I'm going to say he was going into, like, hunt mode. Yeah. Where he was going after people. Mm -hmm. I just kept thinking about how fucking awful Morbius is going to be. Yep. I couldn't make up my mind if I wanted to say fucking or frickin'. So you got frickin'. Frickin', dude. Dude, it's going to be so bad. It's going to be really bad. It. What's funny, too, is I like the way they went about their effects with Dave being possessed because it was mostly practical. It's just like they gave him fake teeth and then they had like the runes going around his like forehead and stuff. He did that one really like Chris tasted delicious and then like the like sticking his tongue out. That was weird. That was odd. It looked no Jared Leto. Oh my god. He would love Watch that and he's like, guys, 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 is it too late to delay fucking (laughs) Can we do one more reshoot? (laughs) I need to do this. Guys, just push it back till May. Right. right. I need to get some tongue action in there. No, but then it doesn't come out on April first, so we can't say it's a joke. (laughs) I uh Um uh, Yeah. But yeah, yeah. You were saying practical effects. I like him. Like I like the way they do his deem I think sometimes especially horror movies put too much into like how a character is supposed to look or like you know give them like black eyes like to say that they're being possessed and they do that a little bit at the end with like the black lines that come off of his face when he's like looking at the camera and i was like that's fine but like i feel like a lot of um money goes into like the creature effects and how they look and how like a character looks after they're possessed and like sometimes it works but sometimes i feel like they do too much or they they rely on cg a lot I liked how they just made him like, here's just some fake teeth. That's it. Yeah, they kept it simple. Yeah, and it was enough. Yeah, I, I, I appreciated that. They didn't go overboard with any of the, any of the effects. I mean, clearly they didn't. It was yeah. kind of low budget in that department. But regardless, I, it made it feel a little bit more natural. Dude, there was way more throw up than I thought there would be. There in. was a lot of vomit. There was a lot of vomit. There was, but it, it was like comedic. It was good vomit. Yeah. Like, at the end, when he just threw up the ghost? that entire person, yeah. it was like, all right, all right, all right, it's like, and then it was kind of funny. You know how you said Big Cat's main criticism for Jackass was that there was not enough vomit? Yeah. This, made this up was for the it. perfect amount of vomit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, this made up for, all the, for the lack of vomit in Jackass. 
Actually, there were the the scene where they were talking about um, effects for when you become possessed, and they were saying like the digestive system like shuts down or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was playing guitar, <laughs> and he turned and just projectile vomited on the, the wall, window. Yeah, and then he just went back to normal. Yeah, that was fucking funny. That was really funny. And oh it, it god! Shouldn't have been. As I funny liked as it when was. they were like sudden levitation, and then it showed chris and pat talking about like the music and then dave just like rolls in and he goes it's an l no it's a l sharp and he like floats in and then he floats back out that killed me that was good oh man i dude the those like the music in this too yeah i would listen to the music i would listen to it if they released an album for this movie and it's just like only the instrumentals i'd listen to it but would we all become possessed would it be such a bad thing Ah, 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 whatever yeah the music is really good very a lot of metal influences like when he was saying like it sounds like slayer i was like yep that you can i can definitely feel like the slayer Uh drop my phone i can definitely hear the slayer uh inspiration and like the just the grimy guitar and vocal or not vocals but just every all the instruments being played were just heavy I liked the scene where he was, he thought he came up with new songs, and he was just playing the riff. Oh, songs. that was he really fucking Everlong. funny. That was <laughs> he, nice. He started playing All My Life, and then he's like, you already wrote this song, and then he played Everlong. He's like, yeah, it's called Everlong. You wrote it 20 years ago. They did a good job calling back to, like, their most popular songs, because yeah. Samantha, that was the neighbor, correct? Yeah. She was singing uh, Best of The Best you, of You. The Best of You. Yeah. yeah which I thought... You know, then he, he did uh, Everlong, and he did, we just said it. All My Life. All My Life on the guitar. Mm-hmm. They were both nice callbacks. Yeah, I liked them. I wanted a Monkey Wrench uh, record. That would have been cool. But, yeah, that would have been cool. Shout uh, out Guitar Hero 2. Dude, that's a good album. The, yeah, g- it, great album. So, the album Monkey Wrench and uh, um, There Goes My Hero yeah. are on the same album. Yeah. And I think Everlong is too. And Everlong, yeah. Yeah. Shapes I, and Colors. I know my Foo Fighters. It's a good album. I know. It's a great album. I know that album, and I know other songs that aren't on that album, but mm-hmm. I know that album. I'm even wearing my. You are. You got the Foo Fighters Foo jacket, Fighter fit. shirt, shoes. shoes. Is that necklace, Foo Fighters? No, no. it's just a necklace. Okay. Um, Foo Fighters hair. Hair. It was funny that Will Forte had, like, the grunge hair. That was fun. Oh, something that I kind of liked, too, was they do it twice in this movie. They do the uh, Pearl Jam High Five, and it's... Yo, how do we not talk about that The Pearl yet? Jam High Five, because, like, they just put all their hands together, and then a diamond... And, like, a like a diamond formation, so it looks like the album. It was, I thought that was really cool. A diamond? Or, like, a mountain? Like, they're all stacked, stacked on top of each other? Pyramid? Pyramid? Yeah. Did I say diamond? Yeah. Pyramid. Correct shape. The bottom side of a diamond. Okay. <laughs> Not the top side. Buddy. I'm tweaking. <laughs> it I'm has tweaking. been a while since you did geometry. Dude, geometry is my worst subject. It's my least favorite math. Uh, it's the least used math. Who gives a fuck about angles, am I right? Yeah. Oh, I gotta sneeze, but I, I'm not gonna do it. All right, I didn't do it. Uh, Corey, do you have anything else you want to say about this movie? Because I know we're missing stuff. I know we are. Um, 
Whitney Cummings yeah. had yeah. some nice uh, yeah. scenes in the movie. Yeah. She got sawed in half. That was gory. Yeah, she got split right up the middle. In, tw- in twine. Yeah, split in twine. Yeah, yeah. I thought Rami Arami was a funny character. Because, like, he is, you know, everyone thinks the Foo Fighters is just, like, just Dave Grohl. Yeah. And that's completely understandable because he is, like... Including me. He's the frontrunner of the band, yeah. and I get it. But, like, Pat Smear has been with the band since, like... He was on Nirvana, like he really. He was the rhythm guitarist for Nirvana, and then he went with Dave to make Foo Fighters. Yeah. Taylor and, Hawkins and is Nirvana had a little bit of a yeah. Taylor Hawkins is, is a very good drummer. Um, I have very I like him a lot. I think he's very good at what he does, and yeah, I mean those songs are not easy on the drums in rock band. Yeah, it, it's it's cool because. Um, that that scene when uh taylor is finishing the song in the movie yeah and dave goes we're both drummers because like dave played drums on in nirvana yes and it's funny because I've, I've watched interviews where it's just dave and uh taylor and they're talking about like how they have an unwritten like communication where like they can just you know dave asks for something and taylor's just able to give it to him because he knows what he's trying to say just what he wants from the drums they just get because each other. they play the same instrument yeah. and it makes it it makes it a lot easier to say what they want and um then there's uh i thought it was funny because in the interview specific like i know this is kind of like a tangent but no, in all i do is go on tangents i this, don't even talk about these movies in this interview taylor hawkins is talking about how like you know there's two different types of drumming or like there's there's multiple different ways you can drum and like uh i just i have a lead foot like i just fucking or like dave was saying that dave was saying that he has a lead foot he just slams on the drums and he just like breaks them and just like is really tough on them but like rough houses with yeah taylor is more like technical like he's trying to do things that are interesting and he likes uh being able to be really delicate with the drums but also smash out certain parts of a song and i feel like you got to see like both sides of that like when he's like being more technical and then at the end when he's like just slamming out part on the drums for sure yeah i i would love to know like how much of not just the foo fighters but bands in general when they're trying to write songs like how much is it what they were doing you know because like it looked like dave was just kind of tweaking yeah and everyone's like all right yep i got it like this is what we want this is what we're going with and we'll figure it out yeah and I'm, I'm curious to know, like, was that just kind of played up for the movie? Or is that really what, like, music geniuses are like? I, I do genuinely think that it's, um, you know, you just, you have an epiphany moment. And you're like, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. I wish I had a music brain. Because the stuff that just kind of comes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. That was all I really had to talk about. I can't really think of anything else. I don't think there's anything else I have either, but I'm sure oh, I'll think... Oh, th- okay. Last, right. last thing. Okay. Um, relating to, like, horror icons and, like, the references in this, John Carpenter is in the movie. Yes. And he he was he's in the scene where they're producing the song, that uh, the 40-minute song that they've been making throughout the whole movie. And if you don't know who that is, John Carpenter is a legendary 
horror uh, icon. Like he he wrote songs for Halloween, uh, The Thing. Like he's well known. He's composed a lot of music, and uh, he has the the I don't I can't even say it, but like he has the piano from Halloween, the Michael Myers like theme song that like those things that like are innate to horror movies and horror culture, and people just know who John Carpenter is. Um, so it was really cool to see him in this movie and playing him, not really playing himself, he's just playing like a producer, like a music producer, like a mixer. And it was cool to see him like in the movie uh, and actually contribute like mixing for the movie because it said that he was credited on the music production for the movie. Yeah, that's a nice reference. If you like, you got to know to oh, pick up on yes, that, you know, and yeah. they, they award everyone. Yep. They reward people like you that spot that stuff. Mm-hmm. Me, I don't get that privilege because I'm a dummy. Um, John Carpenter, I, like, he made one of the best horror movies, in my opinion, in Halloween. Like, that is my favorite, like, horror movie ever. And it just has one of the coolest music choices of anything in it. Uh, I would say maybe I'll check it out. But I'm, I'd be lying to you if I said that. I'm I, not, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a P word. Mm-hmm. I'm a triple B. I'm a baby back bitch. Oh. Uh, but hey, you know, maybe you'll find somebody to do them with you. You know, review those movies. Because I've heard good things. It's sure. just not my thing. Maybe Ross will do it. Yeah. Ross isn't great at talking. But neither are we. No, I don't. I don't think I'm bad at talking. Actually, I I think I'm horrendous at talking. I think Max is good at talking. He's a good talker. And Max inspires me. Shout out Max if you're listening. I know you're not. But <laughs> shout out Max. He went home this weekend. He did. It was a shame. Anyway, you want to get into ratings? I would love to. Okay, you can go. <laughs> Damn. Can you go first? Actually, I don't have my number. I don't have my number either, okay. but I also was going to gauge my number off of your number. We're just going to go 20 higher than whatever I say? No. Okay. Yes? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. No, I'll, I'll go first. I'll no, go first. no, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, so, I went into... I don't have my number, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ramble. Okay. I went into this with... I, I don't know. Horrendous expectations. Yeah. I think I might have told you that I plan on giving this movie a 20. Yep. Um, one, because I don't like horror movies. Two, like it just seemed like such a low budget, budget yeah. bullshit movie. Isn't it only in theaters for a week? A week, one week. Yeah. So glad we saw it when we did. I had very low expectations. And it 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 impressed me, you know? I, I It doesn't make me want to watch other horror movies by sure. any means. But I felt comfortable enough the whole time where, like, I'll be okay. Everything's fine. It's a fucking movie. And, like, it made sure that that stayed clear that, like, this is just a movie. Um, It was a lot funnier than I thought. Mm -hmm. It was very goofy. And it not taking itself seriously, like I said, helped a lot. Um, I was prepared to give this movie a 20. Mm -hmm. Uh, About 30 minutes in, I was like, all right, maybe this will get a 50. And I think... I'm going to give this movie a 65. Oh, wow. And not because I thought Ooh. it was, like, really good. Yeah. But, like, it was fun, you know? Okay. Like, okay. the small part of it was like, all right, like, I'm glad I watched that. I'm uh-huh. glad I sat through it. It was fun. It was goofy. And I like fun and goofy. Mm-hmm. What number did I say? 65? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 65. Double one down on it. 
Okay. No take backs. All right. You can go. So, like, I had been hovering around a number, but I wanted to see what your number was first. Because I didn't want, like, a huge difference. I yeah. kind of wanted to see what, how you felt about it first. No, it can be a huge difference. Okay. I don't care. There's okay. going to be a movie. In my like... head, the number that I felt the most comfortable saying was just a flat 70. Okay. And just because I, I think maybe I'll like it more than, like, the normal person that will walk in just because I do love Dave Grohl. I like anything he does. It just, I just love this. I thought it was really cool. I probably would watch it. I w- after we got out, I said, I'm going to buy this movie on DVD just to have it as a collector, just to have some Dave Grohl movie action. I liked it that much. Wow. So 70 your number? 70 is going to be my number. So we're not that far off. We're not that far off. Yeah. And yeah. that's, I can live with that. But I wouldn't like I wouldn't rewatch this for me personally. I could, like I think below a seventy, I would not rewatch. I think I could watch this again, like maybe around Halloween or okay. something, like just as like a like w- like a goofy Halloween movie that's not actually like scary, but like people will just enjoy that you put on. Yeah, that's what I have Monster House for, buddy. Well, Monster House is like we're doing that in October. Monster House is actually like such a good horror movie too. Or like the scary like it's animated good, movie. It's a great movie. It's actually really good. Don't don't pin it down to just the genre. It's a top six movie of all time. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I I I wouldn't watch it again, but I don't think it was bad, and I can understand people like appreciating it. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't get that Naked Gun comparison out of my head. It is just a goofy, fun movie. Yeah, and sometimes you need a little goofy. Yeah. A little goof. Um, yes, that's all we have. Yep. Maybe King Richard's up. I don't know. Probably not. It's probably going to be out tomorrow. Um, what would that be, Tuesday? Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesday, we will have our, I guess, our second movie for March, but was supposed to be the first movie for March. Uh, Super Trooper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Super Trooper. Super Trooper. Trooper. Um, I have not seen it. I watched like two minutes of it. Yep. Um, while Corey was watching it with our friend Ross, and I was like, "Fuck this!" And I, I don't know. I think I was drunk playing Fortnite instead, uh-huh. something like that. Sounds um, about right. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think I might be excited. It's it very seemed go- very goofy. It's super goofy. So maybe that'll be fun. But next Saturday, no. Next Monday. What the hell is my problem? Mm-hmm. We're seeing it on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I think it might be our biggest episode yet. Really? Maybe. I don't know. It could be. It could it, be. It I has definitely, the potential. It has the potential. Yeah. Uh, the, Batman the Batman featuring, once again, yours truly, Max. Maximus. And there will be somebody else. Somebody Secret new. guest. Secret guest. guest. Yeah. It's going to be a packed house. Mm-hmm. It's going to be four of us. Um. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to give you the best experience. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, We haven't even seen the movie yet, and I think I already know that there's going to be a divide, which is good. I have that feeling, too. When they asked me, they said, I can't wait to talk shit on the movie. Wow. Yeah. It's like, you're... Wow. And he said, like, the Riddler's his favorite Batman villain, oh, that's too. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, are you that, like, diluted into Marvel that you're... You were just going to hate going into this? Yeah. Like, I'm not excited for it. Or I wasn't excited, and then I was really not excited. And now I'm like, all right, I'll see it, and it might be good. Maybe it won't be. We'll figure it out. But he's like, I'm ready to talk shit on it. Oh, my God. Okay. 
funny. It's gonna be a rowdy one, gents. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. You thought Death on the Nile was a rowdy one. You thought Uncharted, Uncharted was, was a rowdy, rowdy one. one. You ain't uh, seen nothing yet. No. Also, probably not for King Richard because it looks like they don't have anything available for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But for Super Trooper, we might actually be in a studio recording it. Have some, some legit. Yeah. sound quality stuff going on yeah uh maybe we'll have some cameras set up in there that'd be pretty cool that would be cool we should start doing that i think i i want to do that for the batman since there it's be, gonna be four of us yeah yeah i think it will be cool sure and i think that's you know for the pop tart reviews too oh yeah uh, i would like to have that it's weird just us sitting here it's silent if you i don't know the only thing in here is like maybe the toaster going up and down right right maybe we can I don't know. Start uploading them on YouTube or something. Yeah, we we we'll figure it out. We're we're trying to branch out, do some other things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Follow us on Instagram, by the way. Um, I didn't make the account yet. I have not made the account yet either. So, but that is something that is coming. Yeah. Ladies yeah, and gents. Yeah. That's something that's coming. Just search Nick and Corey in the morning. You'll find. You'll us. find it eventually. We'll, we'll be we'll, the only one. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Hopefully. Maybe. No, There's I don't know. There's a chance. I don't There's a chance. Know. There's a chance. Um, is there anything else we need to uh, um, get out there? No. Follow us on TikTok. TikTok. Not yet. Okay. I have not made a TikTok not yet. yet. Not but yet. But there's going to be some sneaky behind-the-scenes footage that's going to go on there, I swear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Follow us on... I have not made anything next. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, rate the podcast on Spotify. There you go. Give us five stars or don't. I won't take it personally if you don't. Uh, this is the longest outro ever. I think I have nothing else I think to it's, say. We're good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Dude, we're good. Yeah. Fist bump. Fist bump. We're good. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening, as always. Mm-hmm. Rate us on podcast. On, rate us on Spotify. Follow us on social media. And tune in tomorrow for King Richard and the next day for Super Trooper. And then next week we got a big one coming for you. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks again, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll see you, man. man.